Welcome, world, to episode 160 of the Chamberlain and Chance with Alex podcast. I'm Chance. I'm at the chance.blogspot.com. With me, as always, is Chamberlain. Chamberlain, how are you doing this week? I come to you this evening from a nearly bare, very echoey basement. All my stuff was put away. It's kind of sad and cold down here right now. Is it? I, uh, I'm getting some work done. They're tearing out the ceiling and tearing out the carpeting, kind of redoing it for me, but I don't know when it's going to be done, so I don't have my Free space. Range. I don't have my space right now. My, my little sanctuary, the man cave, whatever you want to call it, is not Your sanctum is in flux. It's, it, it doesn't exist. I mean, I, I, I took my TV and brought it upstairs and replaced that one because my TV's better. And so I sat on the couch like I normally would do, but instead of being alone, I had like people around, and it was like kind of weirding me out. Yeah, you know, you know that King of the Hill where they meet Henry Wrinkler in like yeah. Montana. It's like <laughs> I need this place to wash my brain. If I don't have my man cave, what am I washing my brain in? There's something about a place to recover. And Alex is here. Alex, how is fatherhood? Fatherhood's great. Um, I'm used to raising dogs and dealing with dog shit, and in comparison, raising a bird is hilarious. <laughs> They're less. I don't think he weighs a whole ounce. <laughs> now, like, are his wings clipped? Can he fly? No, he, he, he can. He's... He can hop and hover a little bit. Okay. Like I've seen some impressive hops, but even then, he's not very sure. He mostly climbs with his beak, and he's getting really fast. I'm, I'm getting really proud of him. Well, I mean, they're really strong for how little they weigh. Yeah. No, I, it's, it's, uh, this is, there's not many times in my life I've spent like $400 and felt good about it. <laughs> but like within two days, this little guy named Panchito is just on my shoulder pruning my neck hair and just, I don't know. He's a little ray of sunshine. He is shockingly chill. And he's talkative exactly from 7 in the morning to 5 o'clock in the afternoon, and then he's a squeaky, sleepy little fuzzball. Hmm. And then he All just right. sleeps through the night. No ifs, ands, or buts. Like, I was kind of worried about him the second night, because I thought maybe, eh, did he die? And yeah. I decided <laughs> so you're, you're to look like peeking in. at him. Yeah, yeah. and I got yep. the bird equivalent of, bitch, I'm trying to sleep. Go away. <laughs> <laughs> and then a lot of sharp clicks. I'm like, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Do you have like a, a blanket you put over his cage at night? Yeah, I have some old sheets. Okay, just I mean, enough to keep them. it dark. Yeah. Okay. Honestly, it's dark. I have some really good curtains in that room, so you shouldn't really have any problems. See, you you were infringing on his man cave. <laughs> yeah, no, like he's not nippy in the uh, in the cage anymore. I can pet him on his food bowl, but uh, his little pup tent, that's off limits. Well, he's got to have his space. Yeah. It's his space. It's no one else gets to intrude. And I'm going to try not to, like, freak out like that, you know, the new parent on Twitter, but I've noticed he some poops on the wall directly over his bed, mm. and he is aiming them out of his little tent. <laughs> and it's way easier to clean off the wall, if I'm being honest. I kind of appreciate it. <laughs> This is the chillest, most interesting pet I've ever had, and I've had border collies. <laughs> border collies are not chill. Border collars are the opposite of chill. They love you so much, but they, yes. need, they need all of you. They need all your time, all your attention, all your effort. Yep. No this guy is chill. I, 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 I'm having lunch at home just because I, I want to check in on him. I want to just you know read to him and watch him fall Side asleep. Of the bird. That never gets old. Like, he's out in, like, ten minutes of breeding. He's so chill and low-maintenance and 
full of full of scratches. Well, there you go. Man, it's this was a great decision. Ace All of right. Green Conyer. Holy crap! This is going to be a good twenty years. You got a crush on a bird, is what you got. This he is, he is my buddy. It's it is shocking crush. how it's fast just, this happened. It's companionship. It's, no, it's, it's no, constant no. It's, companionship. It's but good. lately, lately, uh, Panchito is his a little obsession. Yeah, it's just a little like, bit, yeah. Yeah, just like when you have like a project that you're working on that it's all you think about. It's your crush at the moment. Yeah. Yeah. yeah same thing. Like, I've stopped looking up, you know, green cheeks at the office. I don't, I'm not that into it, but like, we've got, we got like a, we've got a little code working out. He, like, he does his little, every time I walk through the door, it's hello and goodbye. It just, just, you know, having something saying hello to you when you walk through the door feels fucking great. So, so the real test is, is that how many pictures of him are on your phone? And only you like show six. them to everybody. Only like six, and only to my older sister because she loves birds. Like she grew up with a okay. parakeet, and she's living vicariously through me now. Her words. So you're you're not stopping people on the street and saying, "Look at my bird." No, no, he's not going to go outside for a while. I'm not going to become the bird guy. But to some people in my life that really like birds, like a couple of people I used to work with, are secretly bird people. I had no idea, and hmm. now they're like. No, my aunt has a uh, of African gray, and she mimics her voice so well; it's terrifying. Oh yeah, African grays are scary. Have you ever seen the one that like asks Alexa to turn off the lights, but like as Alexa? Oh no, Alexa, that turn off the lights. Terrifying. Okay, but it's just like there. I did not give birds enough credit before I got one. I had to talk my mother out of getting an African gray. I'm yeah, like, no, that will that will outlive you, and it will become mine. And yeah, I don't and want it's it. a, it's a four year old toddler. Yeah, yeah. How Most long does an African gray live? Sixty it's, years. Yeah. Oh, good lord. Yeah, that's not a pet. That's just your. That's you're buying Family. another person. That's an heirloom now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> is there? I'm thinking. Is there like some famous English murder mystery where like the witness is like an African gray parrot? I'm sure. There has to have been used. I did not come up with that. That that has had to be that something sounds, that has happened. Yeah. I don't just come up with great murder premises. I like my mom told me about it at some point, I'm sure. But it's that's gotta be. I think I there was know. a real case where uh, a parrot was you had his owner's last words and it it led to her wife being the murderer. What? Yeah, that was in Louisiana, like in two thousand ten. How how could they treat a parrot as a a witness. It was difficult, but uh, he, precedent, he was able to do like pitch perfect recreation. Hmm. It wasn't the only piece of evidence, but like it was like admitted. All right. Hmm. Yeah. A jury has convicted a Western Michigan woman of first degree murder and the shooting death of her husband in a crime apparently witnessed by the man's pet parrot. Yeah. Michigan. I was missed it by that much. Um, ex-wife had said that after the slaying, the pet parrot Bud repeated. Don't fucking shoot! In Martin Durham's <laughs> voice, the prosecutor considered using Bud's comments as evidence, but they were later dismissed. Okay, yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah. But still, but, though. Yeah. Do we have Don't to do shoot. the intro again? Are we keeping this? No, no, we're good. Okay, okay. We, we did the bird talk, and now yeah. we'll move on to other things. I, I promise to stop. Well, let's, uh, <laughs> you let's may have on. to make me. Let's <laughs> move on to uh, Captain Marvel. Yeah. Oh, that that, that's, that's all you two. I did not see it, so go that for it. That was fun. It was. It's really good. Like... For the most part, young Sam Jackson worked. That's was like, crazy. Like you were talking about his knees, and apparently, like his legs were working so well. I didn't yeah. notice it. Like I really didn't notice it. I was every time, every time I kind of reminded myself that Sam Jackson seventy and looked. I was like, it's it's. He looked better than he did in Pulp Fiction. 
Hmm? Yeah, no, it's it's photorealistic. Like it's it's perfect. It's perfect. I can't tell that it's CG at Remember, all. Do you remember uh um Prometheus? Yes. And yeah. um what's his face? In that old man makeup that's oh, just yeah, 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 the yeah, yeah. shittiest oh, rubber mask. Awful. Yeah. yeah. Like, man, when it works, you just like you appreciate just that much more. Because mm-hmm. you know how far it can go. Like, I wasn't on on board with this movie, now I actively hate it. Thanks. <laughs> No, it was it was really good, and I loved that Nick Fury, who's been this kind of um, uh, enigma. No, I wouldn't say enigma, but he really, really an ancillary on the side character who kind of shows up like a little Deus Ex Machina once in a while on a hover ship and saves Except the day. Except from Winter Soldier. Yeah, like, but but he's he's never he's always been almost more of a plot point than a character. Yeah, he's he's Basil Exposition. Yes, and, and and this was this was Nick Fury the character going on an adventure, and and let, no, let, let's like back the fuck up here because this is not the Nick Fury story. Um, the first twenty minutes, I'd say, sets up Brie Larson's character as a mystery. She doesn't know where she came from, and p- part of the movie is figuring that out. And the first twenty minutes to me was boring as fuck. Yes, yes, and the big, only th- big yes. The only thing that made it enjoyable was her. Yeah. Like, and I love Jude Law as a general rule. And even yeah. that, I didn't, I didn't care much for Jude Law with his weird yellow eyes. Every, no one was comfortable with her contacts in this. Yeah. And, <laughs> and, uh, Not well, the least of which, uh, Annette Benning. That was, that took me out. Yeah. Jude's always kind of had that, uh, that weird thousand yard stare thing going on, though. Yeah. Yeah. But, but Brie Larson. It makes it watchable. Like she's you, you immediately care about her because she has she ex, she expresses more character, expresses more of Carol Dan or, or Carol Danvers. Makes you care more about Carol Danvers in just the first five minutes of meeting this character than I feel like T'Challa presented in the entirety of Black Panther. I was trying to think of of what made T'Challa a cool guy in Black Panther, and the only thing I can really come to. Is that he sure does play it really cool when every single woman in the movie makes fun of him. That's really that was it. fun. No, I mean I, it was fun, but it was the only endearing thing about his character was how cool he was with the only thing about his character was how cool he was with all the ladies in his life. A lot. Don't freeze. I never freeze. Did he freeze? Mm-hmm. And it's like, you know, <laughs> like, and, and T'Challa's cool with it. And so we like T'Challa well, for that. The way he bounces off of um, Shuri is great. Yes. No, and, and the fact that him and Shuri clearly like each other, that is true. But again, that's almost more about Shuri and how much we like Shuri than it is him. And again, it takes till like a fucking half hour into the movie to get to that point. Yeah, that's all. Yeah, I keep forgetting how like late in the game Shuri shows up. I'm like, yeah. oh, great. Yeah, there she is. Yeah, Carol Danvers is charming as shit. Immediately, yep. just you like her, you want her to be your buddy, you wish she was your drinking buddy, uh, you'd love to hang out with this girl, and and so that that first twenty minutes of you know she's a agent named Vares for some clandestine alien or organizations trying to hunt down some terrorists or some shit. We don't care about that. We don't care about that. It's not interesting. And then she falls through the roof of a blockbuster in 1990s America. And Sam Jackson walks up and says, excuse me, miss, would you like to explain 
you know, how you came to fall out of the sky and where this jumpsuit is from. And there's, a, there's just immediate chemistry. They are both just loving playing these silly characters. And, and then we're off to the races. And the entire rest of the thing was very much like a, it was, it kind of clicked along like a 90s action movie. It felt really cool to me. Uh, hmm. honestly, I want a more Clark Gregg. Who's Clark Gregg? Oh, the, the uh, uh, um, oh shit, no, um, the, the the Krill or Scree? No, 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 that that uh, that's Ben Mendelsohn. Oh man, he's great. No, um, uh, Clark Gregg is uh the agent um who died in Avengers and then did that show. Coulson, Coulson, oh, thank you. No, he he was he was there just to show that that he was around at the time. Yeah, and to, to and to see him and say, oh that guy. We didn't need to see more of him. It was it was the Nick Fury show. Yeah, well, it, it was the Nick, Nick Fury show. Yeah, it was the Nick Fury and Carol. Dan I was hoping show. for more buddy cop with them at the beginning, though. I guess is what I'm trying to say. Well, yeah, there was some. There was some. There was there was Teensy enough. Bit. There was enough to you know kind of enjoy it, and then the buddy cop is 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 uh, Carol and and Fury. But like, I think like I figured out exactly what was going on the second Ben Mendelsohn shows up as like the bad guy. I'm like, there's no way he'd sign on to do this again. And they've kind of plotted everything out from there. But even then, a really good um, story about uh, um, what's what's the word? Uh, immigration. And just mm. like, hey, can you just leave us alone, please? Why does everyone have to make a fuss? Well, I I don't think that was I don't it didn't strike me as a conversation about immigration. It it was more just a way of retooling her origin story, um, while. While making Marvel a more sympathetic character, because originally Marvel in the comics, Marvel goes to Earth to determine how ripe Earth is for the plucking for uh, the Kree. Oh shit! And the, the Kree are going to come in and wipe out the planet and oh, have, and for their own habitation. And then Marvel decides to um, to protect the planet and operate as a protector. And then they bestow their power on Carol Danvers, and that's how Captain Marvel is born, and that's why she's called Marvel. Um, so this is a completely different origin story for the character. It's, it's Marvel was trying, was actively rebelling against her own people to try to stop their, um, uh, their abuse or their hunting this other species to extinction. Um, so like, we're spoiling shit right now. Yeah. We're totally spoiling shit. God damn it. I mean, it's, it's been a week and a half. No, I'm spoiling shit for a movie that Chamberlain hasn't seen. It's not cool. I'm not going to see it. <laughs> yeah. You're not going to see it? Probably not. I, I still haven't seen... Avengers. I still haven't seen most of these movies. I you just... haven't seen the last Avengers. No. Oh wow. I just it, it never was really very high on my list of things. I saw the important parts on YouTube. I know nah. what happened. Fair enough. It's just Mr. not. Mr. Stark, my... I don't feel good. <laughs> oh, man, Tom Holland, <laughs> no, such wanna... a fucking pro. I don't want to go. I don't want to. Go. I'm sorry. And then he then he accepts it like a goddamn champ. Oh, Tom Holland, so good. <laughs> he accepts his fate with dignity. God, he'll be back because he's cheaper than Robert Downey Jr. And you know what? I say he's just as talented. You could have told me that kid wasn't British, and I believe you. Hmm. And um, and I've I've complained, I think, about the last like four Marvel movies about the big CGI sequence at the end. Yeah, this has a big CGI sequence at the end, but I thrilled to it. It was really I, good. I thrilled to it like I thrilled to the one at the first Avengers. Uh, why do you think that is, Alex? It's just p- 
pure joy. It is pure joy to watch her fly through these things, and just punch and shoot, and just oh god, it's it's there's something primal about it. Like, I don't think I don't think that's it. I think we saw the same type of action at the end of Iron Man two and Iron Man three, and uh, maybe Black Panther. Certainly uh, the last Avengers movie, we saw all kinds of shit like that. This meant more to the audience because we cared more about Carol. Because we really were invested in her, the character, and when she begins to kind of celebrate her own power, is the only way to put it, kind of, to me, um, we thrill to it, and it was absolutely wonderful. It was very much about what an amazing job Brie Larson did of getting us to care about this character, and what a good job the movie did of, of... of making us believe in her more and more and more and more and more and look at her as more and more of a hero as we learn more about her and her history and as we watch her make decisions. She is a cool character. She's one of the coolest additions to the Marvel kind of stable. Like, as a as a person, as a hero, this really reminded me a lot of... It's very different, but it reminded me a lot of uh, of the first Captain America where the first half yeah. hour of that movie is just getting to know the kid and but I really like the first half kid. hour of Captain America a lot more than this. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. But what I'm saying is, is the what carried us through Captain America was how much we liked, uh, how much we liked Rogers. He was such a nice guy. We oh, liked him. Yeah. We wanted him to succeed. He and jumps again, on that grenade. Forget about it. That's right. And that's what carries us through this movie is how much we care about Carol. It's very much the same thing. We really like this person, and we want them to be awesome. And now, have you? I didn't. I didn't see much of it in mine. I just saw kind of liberal people in my Twitter feed laughing about it. But did you see any of the complaints about how anti-male this movie is? Yeah, it's pretty. It's just it's sadder to me. Okay, so in the beginning, Carol falls through a blockbuster. Yeah. And she stands up and she sees a figure in the corner, and with a photon blast, she blows its head off. It is the head of an Arnold Schwarzenegger standee. <laughs> holding, uh, you know, with his arm around, um, help me out. Oh, shoot. Jamie, oh. Jamie Lee Curtis yes. from True Lies. And those and, yogurt commercials. Yes, and <gasps> and, and, the, and the, these, you know, these incel guys point out that he, she blows the head off the man and leaves the woman unscathed. This oh, is a stop. man-hating film. And, like, yes, that occurred, Ed, but I it didn't read to me like that as I was watching it at all. There was you know nothing... why? Because it's not punching down. No, and and it it it's not that it wasn't punching down. It was that there was nothing hateful in it. No, and like Arnold Schwarzenegger would think it was funny. Oh, I'm sure he would. And uh, there's and another thing that was pointed out was there's a point at which like an alien species scans Fury and says human male threat level low to nothing. And <laughs> Ed Fury's like, excuse me? And, and that's what's pointed out is like, they don't say anything about Carol or the other human ma- or the other human female standing next to Fury. No, it's just a human male is not a threat. And, and they like, were no. wrong. No, that's the yeah. point is, is they were wrong. And yeah, like it was, there, there was nothing. Anti-anything. It's just the movie, guys. Shut the fuck up. And there, there no, are no, some... everything means something. Everything's uh, against something. Everything yeah, must be political. Yeah, they're just pissed off that the rebo- review bomb thing failed. Yeah. There, there are films and there are games, I'm sure, that have uh, uh, that have a really you know pro-feminist angle that go too far with it. I'm trying to think of an example, but failing. Um, I, uh, something that came across to me as negative towards men in general. 
Um, I'm sure. I cannot that, think of a single game that's no. done that. Yeah, I'm, I'm trying to think of one, and I'm frankly failing. Yeah. Um, yeah. It, this really isn't much of a problem in media, as far as I can tell, and it, it certainly is not one in this movie. This movie is just a celebration. The only thing that I thought, in in hindsight, was eventually we meet Carol's adopted family, and that is her old best friend when she was in the Air Force, and her best friend's daughter. Her best friend's daughter clearly idolizes Carol and always has. And it's adorable. It's fucking adorable. We yeah. love this kid. Yeah. But I did find myself thinking, I, I think I would have liked the character of the daughter more if she were a boy. And maybe I think that because of the relationship between Aloy and Teb in Horizon. Mm, yeah. and, and how much I loved having a wide-eyed young man completely idolizing and this this heroic woman. And maybe I just thought that would be cool or something. But it turns out that character, the daughter, is actually a big name in the comics. Hmm. She be- she becomes something really, really important. So, yeah, no, it's, it, was, it was great. It was just entertaining. It was fun. Uh, Brie Larson is a fucking star, man. Yeah. Yeah. All and it's right. sure nice to see Sam Jackson doing his thing. Oh, man. And we haven't even talked about Goose. I don't think we need to. No, and we don't. Plus Unless so, you know the best. Yeah, so much of this is a spoiler. In fact, yeah. in, in the review I wrote, I said, by the end of this, you're going to Google the word flurkin. And nope. I should have put in there, don't Google the word flurkin until you yeah. see the movie. <laughs> I found that spoiler because I had to know. Yeah. It's funny. It's pretty cool. I like that. Yeah. It's pretty good. Yeah, I, I kind of wish it were explained in the movie. Cause and the, that will continue to be the official story. Yeah. <laughs> So don't let that bird near your eyes, is what I'm saying. Uh, he's gotten a good chunk out of my earlobe nibble. It was uh, a lot of progress in a short amount wow. of time. Yeah, but still, that's not going to grow back. You could have I, a cool eye patch. I mean, not like that chunk. Like, he just got it good. Like, it had a little blood. Ugh. Uh, anyway. This, the cleanup is almost nothing. It's hilarious. <laughs> so, before we get into Overwatch and what you guys have played, <clears throat> Devil May Cry 5. Oh, that's right. You had mentioned a certain AAA title. I did. Did you get that? I've been playing a certain AAA title, and it is called Devil May Cry 5. Uh And what do you think about that? Okay, so what you if you've read anything about Devil May Cry 5, what you've probably read is that it's really a throwback to Devil May Cry 3. 3, yes. Um, It really is. It's not that challenging by a long shot. 3 was hard. I never finished 3. I will admit that freely. I never beat 3. Did you ever get Beowulf? Like the gauntlets? I don't remember. <laughs> but I know I didn't finish it. That game pissed me off. <laughs> I can see that. <laughs> <laughs> it's, so, yeah, it's, it's not as hard as three. Like, it doesn't start off with that fucking uh, uh, wraith fight. Like, wow. there, there is a boss. There was a boss fight about, I don't know, two hours in maybe that took me multiple tries. Was and it a giant ice dog thing? No. No, no I'm, I'm talking about Devil May Cry 5, the new ah. game. Yes, I'm sorry. <laughs> talking about the new game. <laughs> Uh, it's the, there was a boss fight that took me a lot of tries. Like it is challenging, um, but not impossible. And it's, it's really good. No, certainly not impossible. But I'm not. I I don't think the combat is actually as fun as Ninja Theory's DMC. And See, I was really thinking about installing that and playing it tonight. Yeah, it's good. You totally should. Ninja yeah. Theories is really, really good, and it's it's it flows really, really well, and it feels really, really good to play. And it's complicated, but not too complicated, but just complicated enough that man, it feels good to master. Yeah, I did not. Did you miss the stances? I didn't. No, no, I didn't. And those come back in Devil May Cry Five. Um, I did like Roll Guard a lot, though. 
Well, I haven't gotten to the point where you get to Dante yet, but so I've, I've played as Nero and Nero is more fun. He's totally more fun. He's totally cooler. And reviews have probably also told you that this movie or this game redeems Nero and Nero becomes cool in this game. Mm. He really does. Really? Yeah. You fucking like Nero in this game. Because I did not like Nero. No, Nero, Nero's a and cool guy. And I love the mechanics of him. The Devilbringer was necessary. I love that shit. The Devilbringer is completely I... different. Um, what it is now is it is a... I don't know if I like that. It's, it's a robot arm now. Uh-huh. Now, the robot arm always has a grapple. So that okay, you so you can always, always pull stuff towards you. You can always pull yourself towards stuff or pull stuff towards you depending okay, on the size. But the arm uh, has has abilities, and the abilities will change depending on whether or not you're airborne or on the ground when you tap the button without being locked onto something, or if you hold the button while being locked onto something, or hold the button while not locked onto something. If you lock onto something and tap it, that's the grab. But everything else is uh, entirely dictated by what type of devil bringer, I think they're called devil bringer, yeah, devil breaker. It. They're called devil breakers. Oh, that's what type yeah, the ammo. Devil, yeah, yeah, yeah. What type of devil breaker you've got us equipped? And these things um, have are basically infinite use unless you do the hold, and the hold button will destroy it, but it will allow you to do like a super skill. And if you tap the button, and with the first one you get, he like pulls out his hand. There's like a giant, uh, giant uh, hand of electricity that goes wham and hits things. And you can like <laughs> okay. def- you can like deflect projectiles back at people with that thing. Like it's really cool if you can get the timing down. But if someone hits you while you're in the process of executing that move, the devil breaker shatters. So uh, risk reward. Okay. Yes. And, and so you find them throughout the level and you can, you can pick up more. You have a finite amount of slots that you can have and you can upgrade to get more slots and hold more devil bringers. Um, and each one is, each one is quite different in terms of the mechanics that it lets you do. And this is a game where you want to be able to test that shit, but you don't want to test it because it'll break. <laughs> I kind of appreciate how like uh, the devil bringer was a little overpowered i kind of appreciate the way that balances it um but in practice i'm not sure how that goes doesn't sound like it's too good no it, it, sounds it a little, is a little zelda ish there oh this weapon's cool oh it's gone i didn't yes. sound that break we just gotta you know get better at it no mm. it's I, I would say it's more fun than his exceed system he's still got the exceed system mm-hmm. and what that is is you take a swing and then you hit l2 oh yeah the, and, the red room, and if you time it perfectly then you'll fill up the gauge and your next swing will be boom, full of fire or something. And then you hit it again, boom, and then your next swing will be full of fire. And the problem with that is, is every swing in your combo has a slightly different timing to achieve that effect. Mm-hmm. So I can never get it perfect. I can sometimes pull it off a little. It feels like I'm always doing it by accident when I get it right. It just doesn't feel very good. Huh. But everything else in the combat feels pretty good. It feels like classic Devil May Cry. Um, you've got like combos where you zip them up into the air, you follow them up there, you hit them a few times, you hit them away, you grab them, you pull them back, you hit them a few more times, you do a certain combo that allows you to stay airborne more, you shoot them with the gun, you pull them back, you slam them into the ground, it's Devil May Cry. Like, it's still that. And, and Nero is, is much more fun in this, I think, than he was in, in 4. four yeah. And then there's V. Yeah, v I don't, yeah, every time someone talks about, about v, v, I'm like, you're saying this gets fun. I don't believe you. And that's that was a hundred percent my my reaction to to every fucking review I I read. And it I sounds watched, like he sucks. I watched trailers of you know like V walking around, or I watched gameplay of V walking around reading his books while these two demons beat the shit out of things behind him. And I'm like, I don't see what's fun about this. 
I don't see what's cool about this. Like, and not only that, but the design of the character, you instantly hate that douchebag. Yeah. Yeah, you do. He's wearing like a vest that's open in the middle so you can see his hairless bare chest with no arms and it's long like an overcoat. He's got hair and a face like, uh, like fucking the, the bad guy from the new Star Wars. And, huh? uh, yeah, you know, uh, Alex was the name. Ah, uh, dude. Um, I was in Black Lance. Ky- Kylo Ren. Kylo Ren. Very much, very Kylo Ren, this guy. What's that actor's name, though? Very punchable face. Adam Driver. Yeah, Adam Driver. Thank you. And, yeah, you, you don't want to like him. And, I, 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 and I, I, again, I, too, didn't believe it. He's fucking fun. It's so fun. It's so cool. It feels so cool to pull off shit with V. It really does. It God really, really it. super does. I know. I know. And I didn't believe it either. It's true. I've got to tell you, it's I, I'm true. I'm so broke right now, you understand. No, you don't. Yeah. I'm, not saying, I'm not saying go buy it, because we'll get to that at the end. Oh, okay, good. I'm not saying go buy it, but... V is actually way more fun than you think. One of my favorite enemies in the first game, if you remember, was a panther of shadow. Oh, the shadow cat thing. Called Shadow. And if you remember, it would like jump into the air and spin into a blade and smash into the ground. And it would like gather itself up and then a spike would shoot out of it and go like 50 yards and hit you for like all your health bar. Remember that shit? Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's V's sword button. Nice. Is that creature from Devil May Cry 1. That's what that cat is with him. It's one of those fucking things from Devil May Cry 1. His, his, um, ranged attack is a, is like a demonic crow who had, not, doesn't have nice things to say about anyone, but his sword is that enemy from the first game. And just like near where any other Devil May Cry game, you can unlock additional combos and shit for Shadow and the bird. So what's happening is you're targeting with one analog stick or you're talking, you're targeting, you're pointing them towards the enemies you want them to point by walking V kind of towards that target. And then you hold down the, t- the lock-on button, and now both of those things are locked onto it. So V is walking around away from this thing, because V ha- doesn't have much hit points. And you are wrecking this thing behind V as he just stands there and building up a sick combo. And because the because the bird and the panther are really two different characters... You don't have to wait between a sword slash and a gunshot. You can do them both at the same time. Imagine the combos that you can achieve with that shit. Um, v, v is way easier to play than Nero. Huh. It's way easier to do awesome shit with V than it is yeah. with Nero. Sounds like you can keep him out of harm's way while everything else does the work for you. And here's where it's I mean, get- you're still in control, but... And here's where it gets interesting, because V does not have a dodge. He can jump vertically on its own, on his own. But if he wants to evade backwards, it's a specific ability that calls the crow back to you. And he jumps up, grabs the crow, and pulls backwards. If you want to go to the side, it's a specific ability that calls the panther back to you to, to evade to the side. And now the panther is over here. He's not across the screen beating on that thing anymore. It's going to take him a second to get back there. So it, it adds a little interesting dynamic to it that your survivability uh, kind of hampers your ability to attack. But again, that's it's, it doubles down on how important positioning is with the character. Yeah. So, yeah, I fucking hate everything about the character aesthetically and in terms of personality in the game he's not very cool even like I do want to know where this is going because I love you know Devil May Cry and a history of honor I mean it 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 you kind of respect how ridiculous it is. Yes, and it's definitely that. And people have said, "Wow, this really leans into how crazy things got with DMC." This is no, this is not leaning into how crazy things got with DMC. It's leaning how it's leaning into how crazy things got in DMC three, specifically. Yeah. Mm, I like um, that. Yes. So so yeah, it is. But 
But wait, wait, hold on. They're, they're talking about like it, the next character. It's going to be Virgil, right? Come I, on. Don't know. I don't know. The, Come on. Are they hinting at Virgil at all? Not that I've seen. Okay. No. But the measure but. of a game for me, and the measure of any single-player game for the past three years-ish, I want to say, is mm-hmm. Chamberlain. Can you tell tell the class? Um, <laughs> do I want to play this more than I want to play Overwatch? That's it. Mm. I've had some real good Overwatch games lately. <laughs> Perhaps Devil May Cry is honing your your reflexes. No, no, I was, I was definitely playing worse, a little bit worse when I got back to it. For Overwatch. Oh, God. But um, oh, <laughs> just God. because oh, I haven't played in a couple days, you get rusty. But but so is the Resident Evil 2 remake. Um, I would say this is better than Resident Evil 2. This does a lot more original stuff. That does a lot more that I find entertaining. The cutscenes are more entertaining. Uh, the character is more interesting. The gameplay is just infinitely more fun than what I considered the gameplay in Resident Evil 2 to be. If you had to pick one or the other, I'd definitely say Dove May Cry. Um, it is quite good. It's just not, oh my god, you have to go fucking buy it. It's just as good as that one good one they did ten years ago. Wow. So, it's ex- just as good as Devil May Cry three. Yes. Oh. Oh shit. Yes, I'm I'm com- I'm quite comfortable saying that. Either. So, oh, man, excluding Marvel vs. Capcom Infinite, if we just go with Monster Hunter, RE seven, Resident Evil two remake, Devil May Cry five, Capcom's kind of on a tear right now. Aren't yeah. they're, they're they're certainly on a roll of critical acclaim and commercial success. Yes. I'm sure Sega yes. is looking at them and just shaking their fucking fists. We were cool well, in the eighties too. Well, yeah, well, we and got what a Sonic doing? movie coming out that'll save us. Oh yeah. <laughs> and what is Capcom doing? They're actually listening to people and giving them what they, they want. want. No, because what again? Ah. What what bothers me about this is it's <laughs> kind of taking the structure and going back to Devil May Cry Four, which was which was a late like a Devil May Cry Four structure was well, lazy yeah. and cheap yeah. and and I a bait and switch and just not much fun. No, it's half a game. It really was. and Well, we're not going to get a DMC, too, because yeah. we're the only people in the whole world who liked DMC. No, there's some. There's some, but, but everyone still insists that the core games are better. Uh, I, uh, well, I know I disagree, too. The, so do I. The, those three rings was is still the last genuinely great original weapon I remember a video game showing me. Those were pretty cool. Yeah. Holy shit. Hey, well, that, some of the bosses in DMC were just awesome. The yeah. visual design of every level in that game was incredible. Yes. And the visual design of this game is, you know, a ruined modern city, just like you've yeah. seen before. And I saw when, the demo. I'm like, yeah. Yeah, okay. and when things get more more crazy, what you're doing is you're walking around, you know, organic-looking hellscapes where you're oh, okay. walking well, down a corner. Exactly, exactly. So uh, it's certainly not as visually interesting, but in terms of how it plays, it's pretty fucking good. It is good. Hmm. It and, is. yeah, just gameplay like that's pretty, you know, rare on the ground. Yeah, and once once it starts going, um, the the presentation is really really good. You really you really like all the characters. All the characters from Devil May Cry are showing up. Trish is here. Lady's here. There's this new. The only screenshot I took of it was when you go into the you go into the the van to upgrade your ship. Uh, uh, the the woman with the, the woman with the southern accent is your upgrades. Huh. Yeah, she's she's your shop. And when you um, when you buy a new Devil Bringer, she she turns around and so you can see the tattoos on her lower back, and she reaches up and she grabs a thing and she turns around and puts it in front of you and you look down and you're looking at the tattoos at her waistline now, and I took a screenshot of that because I'm like those are some sexy ass tattoos. Mm. 
And so, yeah, like there, there's a, there's a lot of really endearing stuff about it. Um, it is it is quite good. It is quite fucking good. A I real test. How good though. old character lady was. Do they, they keep that up? Are they doing Lady Justice? Um, sh- they haven't done much with her yet. She has shown up. I don't want to spoil it for people who haven't played it. It was is is interesting how she shows up, but the why of it has not been answered yet. And I am curious to find but, out how. So is Bayonetta one still better? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it is. Okay. I, I'm just De- making sure that we're our, our levels are are, are you De- know correct. For me, a motherfucker. No, you're right. You're right. Bayonetta Not Bayonetta was, 2, Bayonetta 1. Yeah, Bayonetta 1 is still the gold standard. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I go with that. Okay. So, so what have you gentlemen been playing? Not much. You've, You've been, been busy. You'll never, you never, wonder, you never imagine why. Yeah. <laughs> I actually, he likes watching Persona 5. Well, it's a lot of style. Yeah. A lot of flash. A mm-hmm. lot, lot of stuff moving around. Sexy teenagers. Mm. Yeah. Right. <laughs> now she, she's wearing the purple uh, baseball jacket in this. Oh, good. Yeah. No, I love that. That's it's she. Anyway, <laughs> that you know, it's just a lot of flashing colors. Uh, wasn't too keen on Bloodborne. I have no idea why. Might have had something to do with the crows. As soon as I figured it out, I was like, "Oh, right." Yeah, no, I'm sorry. <laughs> you can order some KFC to really traumatize him. Oh yeah, no. Put put a little blanket over the cage. You're not old enough to watch this, <laughs> and you never will be. We, yeah, no. We, he makes a point to eat when I eat. It's kind of great. Hmm. Yeah. It's going to make a vegetarian out of you. I have to get a lot of fruit and uh, vegetables now. That's and I'll have to get into unsalted nuts somehow. Ooh, what? Yeah. I... Can't have yeah. salt, can't have sugar. Well, I am officially slumming it. Slumming it? With Ooh. Shadow Warrior 2. Oh, but, you know, good arcade People fun. like that. It is. It's, it's good arcade fun. It's it's It's... The first Shadow Warrior, which was a, a remake or a reboot of the old Shadow Warrior, like, I think it was an old, you know, id engine game, um, was yes. good. Very linear, um, just as, you know, dirty and offensive. Low Wang is still in there, and I'm sorry, but I still find Beavis and Butthead humor, humor, you know, it works on me. So when Low Wang is making Wang jokes, I, it, I, I think it's funny. Uh, it works. So Shadow Warrior 2 took that whole fast-paced, jumpy, kind of floaty shooter, and it layered on a loot kind of upgrade system. So as you're fighting things, they're constantly dropping little bits and pieces that you can drop into your weapons. And there's a ton of weapons. There's, I mean, I've got like like probably 24 different weapons. Um, now, are these all accessible of, mid-gameplay? They are, yeah. I mean, okay. you, 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 could, you could pick like eight of them to stick on your wheel. Okay. And then if you want to swap them out of your wheel, you can anytime you want. Hmm. So you're constantly dropping weapons. I've, I've kind of got it, I've got it figured out now where I don't, I don't like the melee combat. I never use the swords, but I've got, I've got a handgun, an assault rifle, a minigun, a shotgun, and a rocket launcher I use because they all use different ammo. And of course you have different ammo for each of these. So when one runs dry, I just switch to the next one and off you go. Hmm. Um, I even kind of have a hierarchy built where my shotgun gets the best Basically, jewels for plugins because you know that's yeah. the panic mode. I get panicked. I just walk up to you and shoot you. Then it goes to the minigun and, and all the way down the line. So I've got all that mapped out, and it works. the The problem is that it's only got like three or four areas. They're really big areas, but they're the same areas, and you end up picking up. I mean, there's story missions which are slightly different, but there's a a, a board, a bounty board, like there is in all of these games, where you can pick up bounties. 
and they send you out into these same areas. And I was okay with that for the first two days because the action is good. It's a, it's a good old school fast paced shooter. Not a lot of tactics, no cover. It's a lot of dodging back and forth, circle strafing. Old school stuff. And then like a switch last night, something clicked. And I'm like, I am totally done with these side missions because I've now seen these same areas like five times. I don't want to see them anymore. Yeah, so, that, that's kind of how I feel about Destiny 2 right now. I mean, it, it, it was instantaneous. I stopped in the middle of a mission. I'm like, nope, I am done with these. We are now going to do the story missions just until we're done with the game. Because it, it was an instantaneous boredom. I was like having fun and then not having fun. I hate it's that. Just like that. Okay, so what each story mission takes you to a new area. It it does. Okay. Um, some of the pallets are kind of the same, but they are at least new areas. So I'll still have fun with it through the through the end of it. I I, I think Lo Wang is funny. <laughs> You've got Wang. I can't do the accent because it's of course vaguely racist. Yeah. Um, but it's, it had this great moment of calling itself out where one of the characters is a swordsmith. And, and Lo Wang is like trying to delicately, delicately ask him how he became the swordsmith because he's black. <laughs> and he, does, he doesn't want to say it. He's like, well, how did you get your training? I'm like, from, he's like, from my master. He's like, well, but, but you're... And the swordsmith's like, just say it, Lo Wang. But you're black. <laughs> He's like, well, I was adopted. But it was kind of funny that it actually poked, it kind of poked at itself a little bit. That it was, you know, all these racial stereotypes and it used one more in there and then just kind of, I don't know, it, it let just itself go. See, seeing Lo Wang be ashamed at it. It's just a little bit. It was like, it was something Lo Wang didn't want to say, mm-hmm. which doesn't happen at all. So it, it, it is absolutely slumming it. It is, it, there are better things I should be playing, but it is, it's fun. And I, I paid my dollar for my month of Game Pass, finish Crackdown 3, I'm going to play this out, then I'll cancel Game Pass again, because I'm not going to play anything else on that list right now. I, I, won't, play, I won't play Sea of Thieves for free, not even then. Sorry. Yeah, that looks boring as hell. I no, would check you. out Sea of Thieves for free. Uh, it's In multiplayer. Theory. I don't play with other people, so it's not going to happen. If I, don't, if I don't trust Overwatch for multiplayer, why would I trust something like Sea of Thieves? We actually yeah, can really point. cooperate. That is true. And talk... Talk to people. Ugh. Um, I also that is super gross. Yeah, it's also been a little quiet at work to the okay. point where I could have like my second laptop up. Uh-uh. And uh, yeah, on that second about, laptop, uh, yeah, yeah, I've been playing uh, Slay the Spire again. Slay the crazy. And I, I looked at my hours in Slay the Spire, and I'm probably close to ninety hours now. <laughs> Now, yeah, some of that is like padding them. because you can make a move and then, oh, shit, I got to work. Ah, okay. And then not come back to it for half an hour. So yeah, it, it may not be quite that big, but it's a lot of time I put it on Slay the Spire. No, here's, here's what stands out about Slay the Spire. When did you beat Slay the Spire the first time? You Just beating the Spire is not beating it because each time you beat the Spire... There's uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. playing any other game in the past any further. You beat the story. You saw the end of the story. It's not going to show you anything new. That's it. Game's done. It's not going to show me anything new. Slay um, the Spire. You're playing it like I play Darkest Dungeon, man. Yeah, it, it, man. Yeah, that's that's what's happening. And I, and I'll tell I can, I can tell you exactly why. Because you 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 slay the spire and you get to the heart and you attack the heart. And there's actually a fourth area now which I have not seen. 
because you have to like get keys on the way up. So they actually added once once it went full release, they added a fourth act, which I've never seen. Um, even though I have gotten to the heart, there's there's some very specific requirements to unlock the fourth area. And even hardcore players are like the fourth area is a bonus area. If you get through the third, you finished your run. The fourth is just ridiculously hard. Anyway, each time you get to the end of the third act each character advances through ascension levels. So mm-hmm. you, you, you beat them once, then you get to ascension one, then you get to ascension two. And each ascension adds something to it. Ascension one is that there are more elites that are sprinkled about. Elites are harder, but elites drop artifacts yeah. or, or that, that are very, very helpful. Artifacts can make or break your run. Ascension two is your just hallway encounters your random encounters do like double damage oh shit yeah but you get the same cards and these ascensions go up through ascension 20 oh and i don't even know what the difference is i have no idea how how they can make it harder now what the reason i keep playing is that each ascension makes you get closer and closer to perfection with your decision making you must choose the correct card for your deck every time. You must play each combat encounter perfect every time. You need to milk every single solitary hit point every time. I just beat Ascension 2 with the Warrior and the Thief last week. So I'm working on Ascension 1 or 2 with the, with the robot now. And... It's. I'd recommend Ice Magic over just about everything. It's, but that's the thing. Ice Magic works, but you have to be able to scale damage. It's each each act, and and this really helped me when somebody broke down because I went to the Penny Arcade forums. I'm like, fuck this game. I can't I can't get past Ascension two on these things, and they they and these guys are all like they they do Ascension twenty runs like it's nothing. Oh fuck because you. it's because it's the Penny Arcade forum and it's just a haven for hardcore nerds. Love that place. They're like, okay, listen. Here are your benchmarks for each act. Act 1 is about damage. Okay. Act 2 is defense. Act 3 is scaling. So, Act 1, you can get through with just one or two good damage cards. That's all you really need I've to kind of get that. through it. Act 2, you need the de- you need the defense, otherwise it's just you're going to get wrecked, you're going to get hammered in there. Okay. And then 3 it's about it building back. It's about your defense building exponentially, your damage building exponentially. Otherwise, it won't work. Okay. I'm... Chance, I saw you bop out and come back in. Editing's good. I got it. Don't worry. Okay. About it. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So. But it's it's still recording this part. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's gonna show, it's gonna show up as two tracks. All right. Cool. So for the listeners, you can see how the meat. You'll get to hear about how the sausage is made here. So. Cast kicks Chance out. He'll come back in as another track, and I can kind of like sync the tracks. Okay. Be fine. Um, and um, also, for, while we're doing this, um, while I remember, uh, last week episode kind of we kind of started talking over each other towards the end. What, what yeah, that that's because there's a syncing issue that sometimes happens towards the middle of the tracks. Uh, it drives me crazy. So sometimes I can find it, sometimes I can't. Like I remember um, those conversations. I can barely follow it. Yeah, yeah. So, some, I mean, sometimes I can find it, sometimes I, I can't. Yeah. I don't think. Um, what do you what do you use to stitch them together? Audacity. See, that's what I use. I had no problems. That's a every great time. name for that. It's, isn't it? Well, no, 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 no. It, it's not. Audacity isn't what does it. It's it's when I when I pull the tracks out of cast. Mm-hmm. Sometimes one of the tracks ends up being a, uh, like a second or a half second shorter. Mm-hmm. 
So somewhere in the middle of the track, it drops a half second. And I have to, fi- I have to find where that is to pad it out. And I can insert, you know, a quarter second of silence. So, and that, dear listeners, is how the sausage is made. It is delicious. Yep. Uh, so yeah, slay the spire. I, I, I'm still, I'm still messing with it. Although something finally happened today, which maybe get me off of that, is that new Super Mario Brothers Wii U showed up for the Switch. Yeah. Huh. And you know what? Yeah. It's Mario Brothers. No, no, it's not. <laughs> it, it's, it functions. It barely, yeah. But it's there. Is there, do you actually feel anything inspired about that game? I don't necessarily like the physics of how it, how it feels when you're playing. No. It feels really loose. It really does, but I don't think that's all that different from classic Mario. If you go back and actually play Mario World, um, I think it's actually very similar to, if not identical, to classic Mario physics. It's it's the way that, I don't know, like I, the game, even when the game was giving me powers that I had never seen in a Mario game, I wasn't finding it interesting at all. I was amazed by how... Hmm. How little impression that game made on me. I was shocked, but go on. Well, I, I mean, I've, I got, I, I played through the first world this afternoon. Mm-hmm. I had, I had a half an hour of extra time, so I kind of messed around with that, and it was still fun. So we'll see what happens. I'm not gonna force myself through any more of it that needs to be done, but it's good to have something on the Switch since my TV is not where it's supposed to be right now, and I have to find my solace wherever I can. Mm-hmm. Because my Your precious man my cave, my man cave is gone. When, when do you, how, how long till you get it back, though? Uh well, I'm I'm in it right now, and it's kind of echoey and empty because I cleaned everything out, and they're starting to do some of the tear out tomorrow, but they don't know when it's going to be done. Hmm. That's so I know when it's that contractors, and then the problem is once they're done, then my work begins because I need to paint it. Um, right now, the walls are yellow. And when I bought this house six years ago, I said I was going to paint the basement, and I never did. I never did. So now well, it's time. A f- better late than ever. Yeah, the, the problem, though, is I've got like drywall anchors in half the walls because I've like moved speakers around a bunch of times. So I'm going to have to go through and like pull the drywall anchors out of the walls, putty those closed, then paint it, and then oh, it's just going to be a lot of work. <laughs> First world problems, baby. <laughs> what, was, what was the one? One of us had one of the best first world problems ever this week. What the hell was it? I don't know. God, it was. Which means it's probably me. I think it was. <laughs> I think it was you, but I don't remember what it was. <laughs> anyway. So, well, Alex, what have you been playing? Uh, Persona? Persona 5, a little bit of Bloodborne. Getting shockingly far on Bloodborne. I basically. I, Used to, you know, die all the time with Gascoin. I wiped the floor with him this time. I've just kind of memorized all the bullet time stuff. With what weapon? Uh, the 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 cane stick. You beat Gascoin with a cane. Oh yeah. See, in like two minutes. I I got I got to go after him with. Uh, I always have to use the saw cleaver at the very least. Well, the thing is, I just I know when to hit him with a bullet every time. So you don't really okay, need to okay. use the cane. Yeah. No, if you can. So the bullet but, interrupts his attack. Is that what that? Happened? I could, but like the the chain whip is really useful. It, it doesn't, uh, the, the, the shot doesn't just interrupt. What it is, is it's a repost. Yeah, yeah it's a repost. Okay. It's a repost of Bloodborne. So okay. it opens up this wham, stun animation. And if you attack someone in the middle of that stun animation, it's like a critical, brutal hit that yeah. takes a huge chunk. Okay. And like, it work, it work, it's like the only way to deal with a couple of bosses, and especially him. That is not true. 
I, I, I mean, didn't. It's... I didn't rely on. I didn't rely on the stun for any boss ever. Oh, I needed it for the blood-starved beast. Fuck that thing. No, I hate it so I'm, much. I'm all just about dodging and killing, dodging and killing. That's why I'm a good tracer, baby. Yeah. <laughs> well, that but no, like, I forgot thing. how it's so fun Bloodborne is. It's so good. Such atmosphere, such a world. Yep. The fact that a sequel hasn't been announced it still kills me. Kills me. Like, I don't know what like, the fuck's I, 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 problem is. Sekiro looks fun, but it's man, not in my heart of hearts. Yeah. It's not Bloodborne yeah. 2. That's all I needed was fucking Bloodborne 2, and yeah, I'm really disappointed. It's such a so majestic that. foundation, begging for like at least one more. Yeah, I totally agree. Hey, from software needs a break once in a they while, do. too. Sekiro looks like a lot of fun. Yeah. You guys are both like totally on board with anything they make, yes, so no. you gotta play I am this. Absolutely, I, yes, I that's how good every single one of their games has been. That's true. <laughs> That's true. And again, I think we said last week, like, there's some from software games that I haven't played. Yeah. Don't care about Armored Core. But, um. I honestly didn't really like, uh, Demon Souls either. But, like, I when, came at Dark Souls, like, arms crossed, like a baby in a high chair. I'm like, I don't want it. I don't <laughs> want it. This is bullshit. And then I just kept trying. And it was like, okay, you know what? Everyone was right. Holy shit. I get it now. And it it still hurts me in my heart muscle that Chamberlain has not had that experience. He's just had the part not with a he, single one of those. He's games. just had the this is bullshit. Fuck this part. I I, I respect the sheer cliff he's looking at. Yeah, because <laughs> and I don't know. I it's only hard cli- to climb that cliff. It's Dude, straight up, the man. O- I'll, I'll say this. I don't know if you ever talked about my polynidal cyst. Your what? Polynidal cyst. Polynidal cyst. Yeah, I had a, basically a six month recovery, and I got into Dark Souls. Oh, okay. That would do it. Yeah. That's a lot of time to kill. Yes, it was. It's right out of college. It was, it was awful. Die. It was awful. It went Basically, through a lot. It, it took it took medical. <laughs> mm-hmm. It did. It did. That, yeah, and I went through good. a lot of gauze. So much. Gauze. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah, that's as far as I'm going on that. That's enough. That's enough. That's but enough. It, it it got me good. Yes. Did I ever <laughs> just speaking about the amount of gauze you had to go through and and the mm-hmm. gross image okay. of that. I was, oh, I would have been nine years old, nine or ten. His name was Reed. Mm-hmm. Ever tell you about Reed? No, I don't think so. No. Reed was a douche. <laughs> but he was, I was homeschooled at the time. And um, and as such, like, we, we moved around the country a lot. And because I was homeschooled, I wasn't then thrust into a school where I had to interact with kids and make friends. Therefore, I just didn't make friends. And I was, get it. I was okay with that. I spent my time at the library reading, which is why I have the vocabulary I do today and the social skills. And, and uh, Risk reward. We just uh, talked about that earlier. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, But we did have a trampoline. And so one day this kid notices that, that we're bouncing on a trampoline or something and somehow ingratiates himself in so that he can hang out with us. Now, mm. Reed is one of these kids whose parents are complete fucking assholes. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. And has learned from them to like just kind of be I don't know more interested in in his stuff than you as a person like if that's a, if okay. that's a good way to put it yeah. and um wait well, yeah so he had a lot of he had a lot of rich kid stuff yeah he had a lot of rich kid stuff and you weren't allowed to touch it and uh, okay yeah yeah I remember this guy yeah yeah and uh, but at the same time I was I was such a lonely little boy and desperate for a friend so that I went along with him. And uh, but I hated his mom and I hated his dad, and <laughs> so, and they they were so they were always they were always so rude to me and I just couldn't stand them. What the fuck, rude to a kid? Yeah, and 
And anyway, one day, Reed gets mauled by a dog. <clears throat> so, <laughs> we shouldn't laugh, but no, no. Huh. No. So, uh, so he had this, this big kind of, uh, several puncture wounds in one of his cheeks. Oh, in one of his cheeks. Ouch. Yeah. Okay. Damn. Like actually mauled by a dog. Yeah. Okay. Okay. But, uh, but he's been recovering for a while. And so now the bandage is off and, uh, he invites me over to his house for supper. So I go. And the only reason I go is because he tells me they're having lasagna. Which, as we all know, is one of the most delicious foods in the world. This is, it know, is. It's one of the this is it's true. one of the few things that the gods eat. We know this. Ambrosia. That's right. That's right. And uh, so I go over there. Now, it turns out that this lasagna, in quotation marks, was a layer of white rice. Oh, what? What? Covered by that's... covered by a layer of bechamel sauce. Okay, that's only technically pasta. First, covered. It's not even. Uh, no, no, no. Pasta is pasta. That's, rice that's is rice. Yeah. Covered by a layer of cream sauce and mushrooms. What the? Covered by a layer. What? Covered the... by another layer of rice. Covered by another layer of cream sauce and mushrooms. This is diabolical. Another layer of rice, mozzarella cheese melted on top. Good. That. Now, God, I'm sure you'll no. agree that if you're expecting lasagna and that's what you're served, you will be disappointed to say the least. Yes. I would wretch. And troubled as a young man um, to, to main, maintain decorum after such disappointment. Mm-hmm. Now, imagine you're trying to consume this awful awful Because you got to eat. You're there. You're a guest. And you got to eat. And sitting next to you is your, quote, friend, Reed, who has this wound on his cheek staring at you. And at the beginning of the meal, he turns to you and says, if it starts leaking pus, just let me know so I can dab it. <laughs> oh, fuck. Now, this, okay, Chance, I'm going to give it to you. This is, this is vivid. This is awful. And, uh, now, the it's only, awful. the only bit of his well-to-do lifestyle I was ever, ever able to take advantage of is he had a copy of Empire Strikes Back on uh, VHS. That was my favorite Star Wars movie, and he knew that. Well, there's a good reason for that. And so we both agreed that he wouldn't tell his parents, and he let me borrow it. And then I moved the fuck away, and he never got it back. (laughs) 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 And that's the story of Reed. Do you still have that copy of Empire Strikes Back? Which which kind of sucks, because you know there is no good DVD or Blu-ray copy of Star Wars. I still have my VHS copies of the original Star Wars. Yeah, yeah, and that's the thing. But do you have a fucking VHS player? I do. That's weird. I have a working VCR. That's strange. You're a weird guy. It's not hooked up. Uh-huh, it's in uh-huh. the part of the basement I don't go into, but it's there if I need it. We don't go back there. No, that's where the furnace and the hot water heater live. No, no. Um, oh, you know what? That that thing when, will make you come to it. Yeah. <laughs> when it's yeah. ready. When it's ready. <laughs> when, uh, when the floor is wet for some reason. Oh, God. Don't say that. Yeah. <laughs> and now I will tell three tales of Overwatch. Three, Three tales, tales of Overwatch. Overwatch. Um, I lost my level four endorsement. Wow. And I'm very, I'm always very, and this happens usually once a cycle, once an endorsement cycle. I'll drop down and I'll come back up. But this one, I stayed down at three for about three days, which made me feel pretty shitty. And usually I'll feel kind of desperate about it because I don't know why I want that four. I want the four. And so I'll usually play Mercy a little bit. But if the teams don't win, they don't endorse it. doesn't you. matter. And if yeah. I don't play Tracer, usually we don't win. Because, <laughs> like, it turns out I'm actually pretty good at DPS compared to most guys on my rank. And um, so just just for shits and giggles, I decided I was going to go Anna. 
and I'm playing Anna on Eichenwald Defense, and I have a Roadhog and a Reinhardt, and both of these tanks s- select their tanks after I pick Anna. So I'm mm-hmm. kind of confident that they did it because, okay, we've got an Anna. She needs a big target to hit. I'm going to go Reinhardt and Roadhog. Okay. Makes sense. They're actually thinking a little bit. Yes. I got, well, we won. Uh, they didn't get it to the second checkpoint. And at the end of the, uh, at, at the very, very end, we're almost like, it's in overtime, and two of them are pushing the cart. And my Reinhardt comes out of spawn 50 yards past me, and he's running towards the cart. And I'm spamming, group up with me, group up with me, group up with me, group up with me. Don't, and I, if I was on voice, I'd say, don't go in there on your own, Reinhardt. Let me fucking heal you. Hang back for a second, and we'll go in together. He doesn't fucking listen. So he goes straight towards the cart. As he's doing this, I go up into the castle above him, and I'm kind of walking above him, but I never have a line on him to heal him as he goes to the cart. And eventually, I'm on the bridge directly above the cart, and he is directly below the bridge, and I can see what his health bar is doing. He is at, like, it's dropping, dropping, dropping. It's at, like, 25 health. I leap off the bridge... As I fall, I hit him with my bionade, which doubles all the dam, all the healing I do to someone, and then just go. Pew, 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 pew. He was dead, and then he most thanks, and he turns around and rips it to the enemy team, and we kick their ass. I got four fucking shot callers off that match. Nice, incredible, absolutely incredible. Did not get me up to four, but it still felt good. <laughs> Second story, internet underscore guy. Uh, I appreciated a blog post about this. What this was, was this was three matches, two on Eichenwald, one on Ilios, against um, either a Smurf or a new player who was playing support, and their Platinum Buddy. And the Platinum Buddy was about 100 SR above me. And I don't know what the fuck was going on with me, but I was like, I was like seeing the Matrix those games. Where I would blink in, stick the Mercy, blink away. Blink in, one clip the Mercy, blink away. Like, I just wrecked the support harder than I think I've ever killed a support in almost my entire career of Overwatch. Like, it was just nothing she could do. It got to the point where she saw me and pulled the pistol every time. <laughs> it felt pretty good. <laughs> at least let me hurt you before I die. <laughs> yeah. But at, but at the end of the match, I felt kind of bad for how many times I killed her, so I sent her a good game or him. And I assume it's a guy, even an internet guy. Um, and they got back to me, no, man, you played really, really well. By the way, the Platinum I was with says good game, too. I'm like, yes! Hey! Yes. That is that is good, good, uh, good vibrations. And finally, Chilled Tacos 8133. So, time out here. I am so glad that I got my name on Xbox Live and PSN mm-hmm. like 15 years ago. Yeah, so you don't have to because be my name 8133. is my name. <laughs> yeah, I think the only two places I actually have my handle the way I like it is on the Penny Arcade forums and on the Reset Error forums. Everywhere else, I'm Chances or Chance Splinter or something like that. But on, yeah. on Penny Arcade and Reset Era, I'm just Chance. Yep. Yeah. I'm happy with Mr. Wister. It's a good one. It's yeah, it, there's no numbers in it, and I'm happy with it. Yeah. it was, oh, God, what was the one I saw the other day? There was Art Vandalay. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> I, I, I nice. An, I found an Art Vandalay the other day. Uh, <laughs> I, I found a Joey Jojo Von Shabadoo <laughs> once. <laughs> And it's like it, it, t- it tickled a primordial part of my brain. Like, wait, yes, oh god, that Simpsons episode. Oh, that's a good joke. Yep. Wait, that's Joe, good. Joe, Joe, that's come back. Good. that's a pretty good Barney. Heart stopped. So, um, uh, it goes. I'm attacking on, uh, on t- I'm attacking on King's Row, and maybe my team just kept the guy away from me or something, or I didn't notice him until the third point. But this guy is playing McCree. 
And a good McCree is very dangerous to me on any given day. And this wasn't a good McCree. This was a McCree who didn't miss. Mm. And you're so squishy. And I'm quite squishy. I have the smallest health bar in the game. And um, so I was looking very carefully at this person's kill cams. And I don't think they were cheating. I just think they were way quicker than me or anyone I had ever seen. Mm. And so, and not only that, but he was like kind of trolly sneaky about how he killed you. He wouldn't like come out and fight you. He would wait around a corner until you entered the room. Flash headshot. Mm-hmm. He would stand behind a pillar while his team, his entire team, is fighting my entire team, come out from behind the pillar, flash headshot back behind the pillar. Um, it was, yeah, it was absolutely fucking infuriating. And it wouldn't have been so infuriating if he didn't teabag me after every kill. Ah. So I, and then like teabag me and then turn around and use his ult so he knows he's about to get played the game. Hey, on all my time in Overwatch, that never happened. You never got teabagged. Never. Here's what's weird. People, um, okay, people my level or lower will sometimes teabag me after I've, yeah, I got you. That I don't feel so bad about. That feels more like a celebration. This is more like just yeah. rubbing a toddler's face in the dirt after you kick him <laughs> when, when this guy does it. Cause it's like, I'm not fighting him. He's just assassinating me. Like, like breathing, like, like fucking, like the guy snapping his fingers. Ultron. Not Ultron? Mm-hmm. Wait, Thanos? Thanos. Like Thanos snapping Thanos. his fingers. Ultron's the other movie that wasn't as good. And I liked Ultron. And he got me, like, probably got me four times, I think. And I got him once just on skill. where And it wasn't really skill, it was he fucked up. It was he flashed me, and I blinked past him. And so the flash took effect after I was past him. And he turned around and tried to kill me, and I rewound out of it. And then he didn't have his flash, and I didn't have rewind, and I killed him. I was a better shot than he was. It was fucking cool. Okay. And then at the end of the match, my, my Sombra ults on the point. I go in, kill McCree, kill Mercy when they can't use their abilities, push the payload home. Okay, we win. And so at this point, I opened up the social tag tab, and I try to see what this guy's rank is. He's got it blocked. I can't tell. Mm-hmm. But I don't want to fight this motherfucker again. So I come in on King's Row Defense, and I'm looking at the enemy team, and I'm looking really close at the names, but his name is so long that I couldn't read it clearly. And I thought, okay, he's not in the lobby. And so I go in there to sit down and wait for the for the attackers to come out because I'm going to drop down behind them, just like I always do, and get to work. And I drop down behind, and it's a McCree, and he's wearing the same outfit as that last McCree, but I checked. It's probably not him. No, it's definitely him. <laughs> Flashbang headshot dead. No, uh-huh. no, he went for it, and I juked it, and then I put a clip into him, and he rolls back, and I blink forward, and I killed him. And I saw okay. it pop up on the screen, killed Chilled Tacos, 8113, and I'm like, holy shit. And so I, I kind of weave my way around his back line, and I assassinate one of his healers, and I wait for him to come out of spawn. He can hear me kind of running around outside the spawn, so he waits. I blink past the doors, he whiffs his flashbang on me, I kill him again. Then I turn around <laughs> and I killed his Lucio. Then I, then I came around and waited at the doors again. He tried to flash me again, he whiffed it again, and I killed him again. And I did it to this guy. Did, How did many times ever... do I teach you this lesson, old man? Did you teabag him? No, absolutely not. Absolutely not. No, the, the closest I'd get to teabagging is uh, after I killed them just on my own skill on that attack round is I stopped. Hiya. I stopped. I looked <laughs> down at him and I waved high and then I moved on. <laughs> and uh, so I ended up on a 10 kill streak doing that to this guy. And then um, my team couldn't take care of his team. They took the point. Um, 
I and I think I got two more limbs for the rest of the match. I died terribly, but it doesn't matter because I went toe to toe with this motherfucker. Then I mm-hmm. then I looked him up on Overbuff because Overbuff, if you ever checked Overbuff, you're on there. And every time someone goes in and looks at your profile, it updates to what's currently available. Back in November, I think those profiles profiles on PSN automatically became locked, or in Overwatch automatically became locked. You had to manually set them to public, or else Overbuff can't update. Can't pull it exactly. Okay. They changed the API somewhere in yes. there. Yes, okay. so his was blocked as of November last year, and in November last year, my SR right now is two seven six two six seven three. His SR in November of last year was twenty seven eighty. Or th- sorry, 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 thirty-seven eighty. Okay, thousand more. He's a, he's masters. He's well into masters. Damn. Yeah. So I definitely don't have to feel bad about losing to that fucker, and I can sure feel pretty fucking good about getting those picks yeah. on him, trolling him a little bit, just a just little a bit. Little. You uh, smacked him around. I, I'm a little platform. I'm a little little platinum tracer, and I smacked that yeah. masters around <laughs> after he fucking teabagged me. So that felt pretty good. That kind of means you're a master tracer, doesn't it? A little bit, a little bit. Yeah. yeah. He, he did kneel before me and say, teach me. <laughs> you know, that just means you need to play more Overwatch, I, I think, to try to get up to master. I think so, I think so. Okay. Sounds like you got a shot. <laughs> and that's all I got. Does that mean it's time for if headlines? You, once you get big time to get one of those esports teams, if you need like a like a hype man or men, we're Or, totally you know, there. like public relations. Yeah, there you go. I don't know that I would take that job. I don't think I would. Mm. Yeah, but I couldn't right now. I couldn't move. Anyway. Ah, uh, yes, true. Oh, you have to be yeah. all over the place. Well, yeah. Would you have to? Be? Yes. Yeah, yes. You, 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 you train together. You, you it's, train yeah. together. You live in a house together, and you all go to L.A. Yeah. to do matches together. Yeah. Yeah. But that house smells good. <laughs> <laughs> smells like nerds. Oh, uh, I know what that smells like, and I'm not a fan. <laughs> nerds. It smells like B.O. and patchouli. I mean, it's not. it's not good. Mm, smells Taco like Louisiana Bell. humidity. <laughs> Headlines? Head desperation and, and not getting laid. That's what that smells like. Oh, wait, sorry. Yes, sorry. If I stay in the shower too long, I just make thoughts wander, so I don't do that anymore. So, <laughs> in, in my experience, nerds get laid, too. We just don't brag about it because we do it seriously. Yeah. Anyway. Okay, Headlines. <laughs> Quick, change subjects. Cause how how drunk are all of we all of we right now? I'm zero. Okay, none. I yeah, how drunk are you? I'm Alex? There. Okay, I am drunk. It's been a really good day. Oh, that, well, that's did cool. you hear when I said Panchito fell asleep on a red beard? Yes. Yeah. No. No. He wasn't here. Oh, no, I didn't. I didn't hear the part. Well, that happened, and it was amazing. I believe it. I had a great day. I believe it. Headlines: <clears throat> Captain Marvel is now the highest-grossing movie in history with a female lead. Whoa. It beat out Wonder Woman? Yes. Good. Hmm. Highest, okay. highest opening, or gro- biggest grossing opening weekend ever. Uh, okay. In Overwatch news, new hero Baptiste will launch on all platforms on March 19th. That's next Tuesday. A Hammond plush is now available for purchase on the Blizzard store. I'm surprised what, it took them What, they're merchandising the, the hamster mascot? Yeah. Crazy. Yeah. No, no, it's, yeah, it's pretty pretty obvious. But, <laughs> but no, it's it, it's pretty cute. Uh, Electronic Arts announced it won't be holding an E3 press conference this year. Who needs hmm. them? Yeah, like based on the last three years, fucking no one. So who do we got for E3 then? Microsoft? My- Microsoft. You got 2K. Uh, you got Borderlands 3. 2K. Is 2K going to be there? 
Well, they're definitely going to do packs. Yeah, we know they're doing packs. Would have they like they? Why would they do packs and not? Uh, because two K never has a press conference at E three. Does it not? No, never. So, wow. so wait, what, seriously, what are we going to have to watch then? Uh, We're going to have Microsoft, U- Ubisoft, U- Ubisoft, and Microsoft. That's it. Or they can think, unless Squeenix shows up. And Devolver. Oh fuck! I've never watched one of the Devolver ones. I watch like I don't watch them live. I watch them later yeah, on. I watch like fifteen minutes of one, and I like no. I I get the joke. It's just not that funny. <laughs> I think I'm with I think there. it might be more funny for people in the industry. It is definitely that. Yeah. Okay. It's like an office party. I don't they're, really get. They're preaching to the choir. Yeah. It's just not our choir. But yeah, it feels like three E3s in a row. Electronic Arts came in there and said, "We're working on something. Here's some concept art." And then here's a trailer oh, for the next Battlefield. Bethesda. Ah, Bethesda. Duh, yeah. they'll have one. So we got Bethesda, Ubisoft, and Microsoft. And Bethesda's so always do you think- a good time. If yes. we'll see anything from Bethesda before Starfield, aka before the next console cycle? No, uh, not on that. Mean, we'll see. We'll see. They'll talk about Doom. Yeah, they'll talk about Doom. Um, oh, Doom Eternal. Yeah, I don't think. Uh, yeah, the Starfield's after the next Elder Scrolls, right? No, no, all the way around. Okay. Starfield is next. Elder Scrolls is after that. Okay. But both are both are both next generation. I agree. We're not going to see those in the next year or two. I agree. Uh, speaking of Electronic Arts, they apparently paid streamer Ninja $1 million to play and talk about Apex Legends the day after it launched. Yeah, I'm not even mad, because if I could have done that, I would have I would have taken a million dollars to do that, I mean, too, so. that sounds like it was their entire marketing budget. Nah. <laughs> so someone asked me to do, like, weeks of work for free in exchange for a video game download code, and I said yes. So, <laughs> so yeah, I'd take that deal, too. <laughs> oh. That is a that is a lot of money. That's a lot of money for 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 how many hours of work? Oh, twenty four, I would imagine. I don't know. Hmm. That's that. that if you did a full stream, shit. yeah. Yeah, we shouldn't. Now, no. Let, let let us not forget that Ninja is a douchebag. That's what I've heard. Yes. I mean, but I I don't I don't blame a man for getting paid like that. No, not at all. No, not at all. No, I do it too. But it's just it 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 speaks to how to put it. I don't know if uh, if they're required to say at the start of their streams that I was paid for this. Uh, they are. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I think. I think. Okay. Yeah. Uh, the what's it that that? Uh, oh man, that gambling thing. That broke a lot of that stuff. Which, yeah. 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 So you so, have to say good, who's paying good. you because they were even running, on a, even, even they were on faking videos. they were faking gambling contests. It was yeah. it was awful. Yeah. A lot of YouTube videos they'll say that they're sponsored by. Something now, like like Warner Brothers brought a lot of people out to see the last build, latest build of Mortal Kombat, mm-hmm. and sponsored the video. So they're all they're saying like this video sponsored by Warner Brothers. Mm-hmm. So uh, they're being pretty transparent. Game about trailers it. and Easy Allies have always been so explicit about it. I've always really appreciated yeah. that about them. Uh, Crackdown Two is now backwards compatible on Xbox One, and it's a free download. Okay. So if you want to get a taste of the Crackdown formula before you dip on three. When it becomes super cheap in about a month. <laughs> oh, that long? Yeah. <laughs> I played it for a dollar. <laughs> uh, a now-deleted article from Jap- Japan's Dengenki indicated VanillaWare's 13th Sentinel's Aegis Rim will launch in Japan this fall. A prologue release of the first few hours of the game is now available in Japan, and once it's completed, a video unlocks that teases VanillaWare's next game. And all it shows is kind of like a forested area and like a knight with a sword and a shield looking up at the camera. And then that's the so, end of the teaser. So to me, it's, it looks like Grand Knight's history, too. Yeah, that's also some bullshit. Can you actually get this game out before you start teasing your next game? I totally Vanilla, agree. Vanillaware does not work quickly on anything. No, they really don't. And and what this it really reminds me of, the games, of Darksiders 3, 
who were oh, like yeah. months and months and months away from the release of Darksiders 3 and started trying to hype up the next multiplayer shooter they're working on. Yeah. Like, yeah, we don't want to do this again. <laughs> so, <laughs> so please be excited for our next thing. Fucking stupid. Uh, Darksiders 3 is actually in my house right now. Oh, yeah. It's, I'm it, not it has arrived. looking forward to your thoughts. <sighs> no, I, I, I got to finish no, I, I want to I want to hear the thoughts on it, but I, it's going to take And the thing is, I know that it was the fucking publisher that fucked up. And I know it was. It wasn't yeah. gunfire, but it's it still no. It's it still leaves a bad taste in my mouth. Plus, I got Devil May Cry. I don't really need you know. You you probably I don't. got Zelda. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Dragon's Dogma is the next Capcom property to get the anime treatment from Netflix. I didn't realize. Yeah, it. Have you played Dragon's Dogma? No. Yeah, I was. Yeah. I didn't. Yeah, I didn't like. Did it, it have a super no. rich story? No, no. Not that I could tell. Good God. No. You know what? You know what would be a cool property for Netflix to anime up. Fucking Bloodborne. Yeah. Oh. All style and cosmic horror, baby. That'd be oh, sweet fuck. This shit. Just, there's so much. Like, the witches. Yeah. Tell me about those guys. Oh, God. Great design. Great they, design. They, like, turn invisible and, like, they have, like, eyes growing on the back of their head and shit. It was oh, crazy. Right. <laughs> so you're talking about the Witch of Hemwick. Hemwick Charnelane. Yeah. See, I was thinking about, like, the the crones of Hemwick Charnelane. Oh, yeah. Yeah, with their giant, like, burning irons and shit. Anyway. Yeah. Uh, awesome retro action platformer, The Messenger, will finally launch on PS4 on March 19th, next Tuesday. Uh, so you can play it with a decent controller. Appreciate it. I liked it on Switch. I really liked it on Switch, actually. It's not bad on Switch. It's just that I need to play it on the retro controller. I don't like playing it on the Joy-Cons. Hmm. Uh, Google are going to have a press conference at GDC 2019, which they're describing as Google's vision for the future of gaming. And as soon as they announced that, Jade Raymond announced that she has gone and has been working at Google for a while on this. What was the last cool thing that Jade Raymond actually did? I, you'll have to refresh my memory. Uh, well, okay. Jade Raymond was Ubisoft Assassin's Creed. Yeah, she was a producer oh. on Assassin's Creed, and part of the hype around her was just that she was a woman in a prominent position at a gaming company and she happened yeah. to be yeah. really quite Gorgeous. good really quite good looking. Yes. Yeah. And and so she's been just kind of a name that you recognize in the industry ever since. But after that Assassin's Creed game, which I don't think was a good one as I recall, um which one I think it was three. I want to say three, wasn't it? Uh well, I thought it was before that. I don't remember. I, don't remember I, I honestly don't remember. But I, but I know she was using I have no idea what she's done since. Like she's not like Amy Hennig to me where I can tell you what games she's made and yes they're amazing. Anyway, uh, Halo the Master Chief Collection is coming to PC and Steam. This version of Halo Reach will be 4K, have HDR and 60 frames per second, if your rig can run it, I guess. There are people who are excited about this. I am not one of Man, them. So. I played the original okay. Halo on PC. I really liked that. That's where, yeah, Halo was a Mac game way back in the day. <laughs> uh, Gearbox are teasing a Borderlands 3 reveal for PAX East, PAX East March 28th. Please, God, don't have loot boxes. That probably will. God <laughs> damn it, don't do this. Oh, yeah, and actually, I think I might have just gotten rid of No, no, it's, um, if you go to All Games Delta right now, and you scroll down to the bottom of the first page, uh, Gearbox has teased another game for PAX. Now what? It, probably Brothers in Arms. It looks like, no, it looks like a robotic body, the lower half of a almost steampunk-looking robotic body laying on a table with a detached arm hanging next to it and a bunch of cables leading down to the table and some, like, 1970s-style computer terminals behind it. I have no idea what this could be. All right, well, keep going. There, His site is still loading because he doesn't have a whole lot of bandwidth wherever he hosts. Oh. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> Yacht Club Games, the Shovel Knight crew, will also debut their new game at PAX East again March 28th. 
Okay, <clears throat> so in Japan, <laughs> a couple things happen. Despite all the crazy sex shit that we hear coming out of Japan, they're actually a really Puritan country in a lot of ways. Um, I get where they're coming from on this. I don't. I totally fucking uh, totally don't. don't. You're gonna have to explain yeah. that to me once I read this. Okay. But uh, so, just like if you're if you're like a pop star in Japan, like in one of those teen girl idol groups, and it turns out you have a boyfriend, and the public finds out about it, you're fired. Your career's okay. A pop- that no, that's not your career as a pop star is done. Uh, similarly, uh, celebrities will just be completely blacklisted if it's discovered that they've ever used illicit drugs. Like your career is over. So, Pierre Taki, also known as the voice of Olaf in the localization of Disney's Frozen and a voice actor in the Yakuza-esque game Judgment, has used cocaine. Oh, no, no. As a result, Sega have stopped distributing the game. It has been pulled from digital marketplaces, they have stopped shipping physical copies to retailers, and they have made no announcement about what's going to happen next with it. Disney have announced that they're looking into replacing him as Olaf in Frozen 2. Sega, additionally, are now deleting any tweets they've made about the game. That is insanity. So who knows if it's even going to come west? I mean, I... Can't imagine Probably that not. voice actor would not be a problem when it gets localized over here or something. It's not just that though; they also used his likeness for the character. Oh, so it's it's not just the voice acting; is that he he is the character. I don't know the, remember the character's name, but it's both. And now, if this game sells anything and he gets residuals, you know that money's going to go right up his nose. Yep. Really, we're su- we're supporting illicit behavior by just giving this guy a job. Uh, <sighs> it's just so funny because. In the States, we assume yeah. that all actors are, like, on drugs. Yeah. yeah. Because Constantly. they are. <laughs> did you hear about um, um, what they did to um, uh, Beatles? Oh, goddamn. Uh, Paul McCartney? Paul McCartney. They they interrogated him for six hours for an ounce of weed. That makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> Who's they? In Japan? They, yeah. They were stopped at the airport. In Japan? He said it was just too good to flush down the toilet. In Japan? I, I was, thought it was worth it. Oh, wow. They, yeah, they detained Paul McCartney in the 70s. They detained Sir Paul McCartney. I yeah, saw same thing with Robert Downey Jr. When was this thing with Paul McCartney? Uh, in the 70s. Okay, that makes and sense. The Robert okay. Downey Jr. one was 2010. I saw I saw an article that apparently 70 students were mass arrested together in the States because they were at, they were at a party where there was an ounce of weed. And, uh, and every student who was at the party was arrested together. They were all charged together with the same crime of being in possession of that one ounce of weed. That's and that's because nobody nobody owned up to it, so they get everybody. Fooled, yeah, but know? but they're they're doing like a class action lawsuit against the cops, uh, saying that it's unconstitutional. Ah, fuck. They should. <laughs> that's crazy. Yeah. Uh, so either way, Japan still be crazy. <laughs> but. Um... But yeah, okay. Uh, explain the why to me. Opium almost destroyed China for a generation. Okay, well, this is Japan going. But like they're they're paying attention to that sort of thing. And Japan's a lot smaller, and a little bit of you know like an opium craze would wreck that economy. Okay, correct me if I'm wrong, but aren't tattoo parlors still illegal in Japan? Is that true? Yes, they're very much frowned upon. There was actually an issue um, where like one of the Olympics, where there's a lot of like international athletes have tattoos. Mm-hmm. Of something small like the Olympic rings, mm-hmm. but you're not allowed to go into a lot of bathhouses with any visible tattoos. That's right, because you're a yakuza if you do. Yep. Yeah. Oh man. Only yakuza have tattoos. <laughs> uh, the Switch version of Fortnite is no longer crossplay compatible with Xbox One and PS4. It will now be part of the quote mobile pool with those smartphone folks. 
that sounds about right, honestly. Yeah, but people, I, I know for a control. fact that there are setups where people will take their smartphone version and hook it up to a keyboard and mouse. And just own people. That's, that's right, 100%. <laughs> Uh, so after the Galaxy announcement last week, it's been revealed this week that Skulls of the Shogun Bonafide Edition is coming to the Nintendo Switch. The Skulls of the Shogun. That was that strategy-ish kind of game, wasn't That's it? right. That's the that's the one game 17-bit made before Galaxy. It's like the, okay. the studio has made two fucking games in the last 15 years. And 15 they're, years? They're just re- I don't know how long it's been, but they're just re-releasing them over and over. Like, they need to make a new game. Uh, Heart Machine, makers of Hyperlight Drifter, have announced a new game. Imagine that. Uh, Solar Ash Kingdom, with a profoundly meh trailer. Yeah. I got watch the trailer. I like, I like how, like, the, the, the fog reacts to her skating on it, but that, that character design that you were saying, it's, it's nothing. It's, it's pretty nothing. Um, the, the world looks interesting, like, you want to know what happened here, but without showing me any gameplay or how I interact with the world, I have no idea how to feel about it. And what it looks like at first blush is dozens of other indie games we've already yes. seen. Yeah. It looks so fucking samey to me. It looks like that one game from like 2009 with that, that like, you know, silhouetted kid and you'd switch back and forth between like the blue and red environments. A little bit. I think I know what you're talking about. Yeah, I have that no idea what the name of that is. Gianna Sisters? No, no, no. It was more stylized than that. You okay. could see their faces. Like it was like completely in profile. And kind of like the the dude from Dead Cells, almost. Yeah, yeah, it did remind me of that. You know what I'm talking no, about. No, totally reminded me of that. Yeah. Um, but but it also reminded me of there was a shitty stealth game released not too long ago. I completely forget the name of it, but it kind of had a style that 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 this reminds me of. It just looks like a lot of shit we've already seen. I, I've never played a good game with this kind of style. Um, well, um, I guess I could say, but uh, um, well, it would be. No, I mean, I wouldn't even say Gravity Rush, just arguably Gravity Rush. But no, like, yeah, like, it, uh, what was that one? Not Vain. Rhyme? Rhyme. Rhyme. Yeah, it, it yeah. also reminds me of it of Rhyme, and Rhyme again was just, yeah. Rhyme was so generic. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And Rhyme that's really was what, and, so generic. And that is such a departure from the first gifts we saw for Hyperlight Drifter. You saw those, like, screaming robots. You're like, what the fuck is this? That's right. You see just a still of Hyperlight Drifter. It's like, wow, what the fuck is this? You see Hyperlight Drifter in motion. You're like, oh, my God, what the fuck is this? You see this. It's like, and you're like, oh, my God, what the fuck oh, is this? One. You see this. It's like, oh. Yeah. So, like, now, I think the design of Hyperlight Drifter is fucking immaculate. I love how that game plays. I love how it feels to play. I love the, the structure and its world and how it is to explore. I think it's an incredibly well-designed game. Um... I have high hopes for the next thing from the, this developer, but that trailer did absolutely nothing for me. Like maybe it's really fun to rollerblade through uh, cartoon post-apocalypse. Maybe rollerblading through cartoon post-apocalypse isn't actually what you do. Or worse, what if it is? What if that's all it is? Is just skating through these environments? Ooh, it's Jet Set Radio dystopian future. Maybe, but <laughs> that sounds a little fun, frankly. Actually, it does. <laughs> I kind of want that now. But if that's what it was... I mean, it's like the last game like this, like the Ashen it was called, just bored the shit Ashen, out of good, me. Another good example. Um, but they didn't show us that. We don't know that the skating on clouds is actually gameplay at you all. You don't know what it actually is. Yeah, it's just we, a picture. We have no idea what what this game actually plays or what you actually do in it, and they're being all cagey about it. So, yeah, that's going in the, like, I'm aware of it pile, but I'm not hyped. <laughs> I don't trust you. I need I'll to see good reviews. No. Yeah. 
Uh, Tribute Games, maker of Flintook and Mercenary Kings, have announced Panzer Paladin, an action platformer. Now, I've bought mm-hmm. everything that this company has put out. I'm going to buy this one, too. <laughs> Even though Flintook had significant control issues? It did, it did. and But I still had fun with it. Like, I, I still kind of enjoyed it. I, but the control issues were definitely what stopped me from uh, keeping with it keeping up with it, but, um, but I liked, I still liked everything about it. Just like I liked everything about, uh, Mercenary Kings. <laughs> but okay. they were never, it was never, I've never quite had a love situation with a tribute game. I just always really mm. liked them. Uh, Take Two's stock shot up a little this week, about, uh, I think it was 4.5%, when a rumor started that couldn't be attributed to anyone, suggesting that they were in, quote, advanced board level talks about being purchased by Sony. I like this no. idea. So, just for the listener, Take Two is Rockstar Games. Yep. This the the idea that's being floated here is that Sony was going to buy Rockstar. Um. Now, Microsoft has made quite a few studio purchases over the last year. Nothing that of that size. Nothing though. of that size. Um. But if you're going to buy any studio in the world banking on its profitability over the next 10 years. Yeah, Rockstar. That's like the one. <laughs> Let's be honest. In the next 10 years, that's going to include like one more game. Yeah, but that one more game will be a billion seller. Yeah, and they're going to keep making money off of Grand Theft Auto V online somehow. Right. Like, <laughs> Grand Theft Auto V is not slowing down. No, it's, no, it's, it's still not. trucking. It's still raking it in. And they are having a lot of trouble with uh, with Red Dead Online, so I imagine that it sounds like a slog. Yeah, I've never touched it. No, I, like everything I've heard about it post launch has been just like players are trying to enjoy it. <laughs> Why are you try if you enjoy it? Cool. If you're not, then don't try. Just do something else. Hey, let's be honest. We spent a lot of time with Red Dead Redemption Two trying to enjoy it. That's true. We're waiting for it to be enjoyable. Mm-hmm. But... Watching that beautiful sunset, not controlling much of anything. Mm-hmm. Really good looking sunset, Check. though. Gorgeous sunset. I need oh, to I'm check sure my what? Twitter yeah. feed one more time, though. <laughs> no, yeah, that really was the game, is like telling my horse to go and then opening my phone. Yep. Oh, shit, guys are going to shoot I, I spent half that game looking at my phone. Yeah. yeah. But you know what's weird? Every now and again, I kind of want to boot it up again. It's, uh, it's, it's, it is it's captivating yeah. when it wants to be. And, but then it occurs to me that I have to play through the snow level again. <laughs> Oh, that's a lot of walking through that's snow. That's several hours of But it's pretty snow. It's, it's really beautiful snow. snow. Gorgeous Yeah, snow. but I don't want to do the hunting tutorial again. No. No, no you don't. No, it's like... Oh, that's like an hour. Ten hours of fucking tutorial. <laughs> Everything's like an hour. Come on. Oh, God. It's true. I got... Oh, Jesus. You played it once. You got to the end. And you're fine. You don't need to do it again. So many storylines just fizzled out. Yeah. I was I was really into that like uh Italian mobster dude in that city and he just dies and then he's just gone kill him. now. Yeah. He's gone. Don't worry about it. Like no, he was a perfect arc villain. What the fuck are you doing? I don't even remember that guy. I remember Exactly. Exactly. I remember. He was one of my favorite characters before he just disappeared. Uh, God, see now I rem- I don't even remember her name. Mrs. Um... Remember he went to that really awesome party? No. What, what, yeah. what was the name of the woman you Saint-Denis. What was the name of the woman you pick up at the beginning of the game when her husband was killed? Uh, oh, Sadie. 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 Yeah, Sadie. Sadie Adler. Sadie Adler, I remember. I remember uh, the woman in the far north. 
when yeah. that, she was great. Yeah, that, that you meet after you find out you're dying. You teach her how to survive. Yeah, I remember that. Like, there were... Give her tuberculosis. There were it's all, all kinds of wonderful... <laughs> no, I, I, I always assumed that's where it was going. Was that he was going to sneeze on her or something. Oh, fuck. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. And I was kind of amazed that it didn't happen. Yeah. Um, that's awful. Yeah. But, no, like, there's, you know, I mean, we, we, we knock Red Dead Redemption. There's a lot to knock about Red Dead Redemption. Yeah, no, I, I I thought about it for weeks. Exactly. No, like, it... it, it it's, it, it, like, I, I got my money's worth in, like, the first two hours, but there's a lot yeah. of it I never need to see again. Yeah. But at the same time, the fantasy that it creates is so profound and so complete when compared to any other video game, period, that it, it's unmatched. It is. Yeah. Like it, it, I don't know. I don't know if I need that level of detail for a good fantasy. No, I, no. A good fantasy I had, glosses over the boring details, like seeing the same animation when you're picking up something every single time. Yeah. It, I was just as captivated by the Mojave, and it, it was ugly at the time. The Mojave? What are we talking about? Um, New Vegas. Oh yeah, no, it's it's very. I think no, I think that's a good point. Is that um, uh, like it, it was not a looker back then. Um, what's what's the word I'm looking for? Um, kind of believing in the game world, immersion, immersion. Yeah, mm. it was just every little place made sense and had a little story to tell you. Graphics help immersion, and presentation absolutely helps immersion. It's not. It's not entirely necessary. Like when I'm playing Overwatch, I'm yeah. 100% immersed, and it's not because of how hot the graphics are. Um, it's about how it feels to be in this world and the atmosphere that it creates, which is why, you know, Bioshock fucking worked. Bioshock was graphically really good at the time, but it wasn't photorealistic yeah. by any stretch. No. But it was an incredible Like, you atmosphere. never saw anyone's face, because they knew uh, the technology really wasn't there yet. That's right. They had enough money for the to the one scene that needed it, and that's about it. But the technology wasn't there for Fallout Three or New Vegas either. But no. it was it was the the tone of the world, the atmosphere of the world, the music, the 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 feeling of being low on health and sneaking through, you know, a, a fucking junkyard surrounded by super mutants. Doc, Doc Mitchell is my favorite opening character of all time. Doc, I love that old Doctor. Doc Mitchell, that guy, that Doc. guy, really. I love him. Oh my god! And he's um, oh, what's his face from Battlestar? I love that actor. I don't care what he's been in before. I care about the character themselves. Well, I, I like that. And so now I'm challenging myself to try and think of a better opening character that introduces you to a game. I feel like this is a challenge that I should have studied for. Yeah. Yeah. This is not something you can do like off. Yeah. Time. No, you're gonna need some time for that. Because no, I'm but sure I, there's I, an answer, I, I but just, I can't come up with it. Yeah. But like he's mm-hmm. like. I don't know, he's just a really, like, for a, such a violent, weird game, he's such a warm, you know, inviting dude. And the game didn't have to do it. They could have opened up on, like, a, you know, your uh, your wife being shot in the face. And I didn't care about that game half as much. But there's this kindly old man that pulled a bullet out of your head. Mm. Like, thanks for the suit, dude. This is, this is a really chill game that will get as complicated as I want it to be. Hmm? Yeah, you're making some good points here, actually. Thank you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Good Springs is a nice place that I wanted to protect. No, no, that's a good point. Yeah, you did. You did. All right. Ah, that old man buried dynamite for you to throw at convicts. (laughs) (laughs) I love that game. I love it. (laughs) That's all I got. Too bad 76 was so awful. Anyway. (laughs) Breaking my heart. Breaking it. It's a fallout set in the south, and it's the worst one. I'm so angry. (laughs) Wasted. 
wasted the setting. They're never going back because oh, they're blaming man. the setting. It's the setting's hey, fault that this hey. Fallout was bad. That's what's wrong with it. I bet they didn't have the balls to bring up slavery again. Because I love Fallout, but they never addressed that in a way I was comfortable with. Yeah, how are you going to bring it up when there aren't any quests? You can't. Or NPCs, or anybody to talk to except for robots. disgusting. As soon as I heard them, like, something's wrong. No story, but the story you create yourselves. Oh, no, 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 no. What the fuck is this? Oh, yeah, it's a terrible game. <laughs> it doesn't work. Sorry. It's half a game. So many colossal, like, multiplayer flops of huge games lately. Yeah. Yeah. This is the the crack the first the first tremors of a crash. I can feel it. Mm, I don't know. I think I think a crash might be a bit big. Oh. Cuz it's not like we're living in like a video game bubble here where this can't last. No. They're still making money. Like it's like Jim Sterling says, they're just not making all the money right now. <laughs> which the is what thing, the the, yeah. the whole thing could be scaled back by about 50% yeah. and it would still be fine. If but they like were 50% nice fewer releases. Yeah. But a lot of nice people are going to lose their jobs first, and that makes I me know, mad. I know, but there it's are, because the industry got too fewer, big too fast. There are fewer releases than there used to be by a wide margin. Yeah, I know. There are no B games. That's right. Well, there are. I, I miss the B, really games. Good B games. I like no, B games. I, one of my favorite games I've ever played, and I don't think I've ever said this, is Maximo Army of Zen. A lot of people, I remember that a game. Lot of people hold up that game. Yeah. I love that game. Um, and it is a B-ass game. Well, here's the thing. But like, you will we, never see more fun clockwork robots to kill. Darksiders <laughs> is a B-ass game. Yeah. yeah. Shadow Warrior 2 is a B-ass game. Shadow Warrior is a B-ass game. I mean, you, Shadow Warrior is a B-ass game. I mean, you could kind of I guess you could say. Uh, I mean, would you say AAA? I mean... No, God, no. I, I, I would probably put... Gravity Rush in the B area. No, I couldn't say B. I'd definitely, but it's definitely just because just because Cat had all the character in the world doesn't mean the rest of the game was actually you the, know the only game that came out this generation that was a legitimately fun experiment was to me uh, No Man's Sky, and it took a while to get there, like a year and a half, and it was <laughs> incredibly successful. On top of that, like people made money off of that, like. What if it had been a flop? What would have happened? It would have never had the next. Nothing. It would have never yeah. taken off. No, I think there's been a lot of experience, experiments this gen, but n almost none of them come from the AAA space. Uh, the, tri the AAA space adapts the creativity that the indie space has, and that's why Battlegrounds is now in every fucking game. Oh, man, they even did one with Battlefield Five. It's just like, that's why? Right. That's Guys, right. Like, just make a different game. Try yeah. something else. So so if you want something original, if you want something interesting, you have to look at the indie space, and that's where you're going to find it. And you have to be prepared to play a roguelike once in a while, Chamberlain. No. <laughs> I, I have, apparently, I have space in my head for one. And that will be currently Slay the Spire. Yeah, you know why I believe that is? It's just because it's cards. That's all the fuck it is. That's the only reason you were able to get into this is because it's a fucking card battle, and apparently yeah, it's no well designed. there's no stress test to it. You can take all the time you need with every move. Hmm. But then why don't you like XCOM? XCOM's too XCOM hard. has randomized... Uh, oh, so does Slay the Spire. Slay the Spire is... Oh, really? Slay the Spire is completely. I mean, your 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 run can be made or lost by one fight, one tiny fight you don't yeah. see coming. Okay, yeah. so or or by just getting screwed by not. Yeah, getting now I'm the getting right a little upset. You don't like Hexcom. Have you more. played Darkest Dungeon? <laughs> I did. Okay, this is Darkest Dungeon, man. Just yeah, yeah. A, well, negative side effect. Well, no, you're always getting drowned in negative side effects. I don't know, man. I think you need to give Darkest Dungeon another shot. I have Darkest Dungeon. Yeah. I own Darkest Dungeon on Steam. I bought it, like, long ago. Yeah. I'm probably better at it now. I should try that again. They keep on making it harder. 
Oh, okay. Fuck that. Never mind. Yeah. Doesn't why harder? Doesn't need to be harder. No, uh, they 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 know their audience. It, yeah, it, it's just true. a thing. It's okay, just a thing okay. that happens with roguelikes is in order to you know it's like that shit with uh, uh, Binding of Isaac. No, not Binding of Isaac. What, what was the one that we were talking about earlier? The character with the flaming head. Um, flaming head. Yeah, you know we we compared it to the one in that new uh, tr- uh, that new video. Oh game. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, Solar Ash. Yeah, we compared to Solar Ash. Whatever. But what was yeah. the game you brought up with the character with the flaming green head? Flaming green head. Uh, ro- it's roguelike, Metroidvania, 2D platform. Oh, oh, really... oh, Dead Cells. Dead Cells. Dead Cells. Dead Cells. Dead Cells. I'm sorry, the names are all starting to run together. Yeah. They are. They really do. It's pissing me off. I don't remember even where I was going. Wait, they made Dead Cells harder? Yes. Yeah, they, they put in an extra area you can only get to if you've beaten the boss. And the I'm never going to do that. Beaten, no. no, no, if you've beaten the boss and beaten the entire game five times. Oh fuck! And then once you've done that, you can access now this much harder area. Uh, so yeah, like you're you're catering uh, to you're catering to the part of the population that might be your biggest booster on that one forum that those five guys go to talk about the game on. But mm-hmm. for the mass audience who's going to give you the million dollars you need to bankroll your next game, you're not making the game any better for them. No. Nope. Yeah. Nope. So like again, like some of these. And easy mode's not the worst idea. Oh, yeah, they might be. They might say they're mad in the mesh sports. They don't really care. If there was an easy mode in Bloodborne, I would play it. I. It's already on easy mode. I don't know what to say. It is. What did it walk? No, you just got to figure it out. Yeah, no, he's right. It is. Like, I haven't played Bloodborne in like a year and a half. I just blew through it. Yeah, it's because it's, it's not about, like, okay, stats have an impact in Bloodborne the same way they have an impact in Souls. They absolutely do. But it's not honestly don't feel. But it's not something that's measurable until you're like level a hundred. Because what Uh really matters is the getting a feel for the invincibility frames of the dodge. Yep, that's it. You have got Mm. to know. Part of it is I memorized all the attack patterns. I know exactly when to dodge, and that takes a lot of dying. And and (laughs) once, but once you've got that down, it's a dance, and you're leading. Yeah, well, I retired from fighting games because they're too stressful. I'm not going to put myself through one of those things again. No, thank you. Like, every time those cape troll dudes try to hit me with a brick, I just know exactly, like, as soon as, like, his fist is an inch from my face. Boom! And he's done. Yeah, it feels good. (laughs) Mm Mm-hmm. All right. Satisfaction. All right. Well, I have some stitching to do (laughs) to put this back together again. I now have audio evidence of an incredibly quiet parrot. (laughs) That's true. I have not heard him once. I hope he's still alive. I'm sure he is. He's fine. Yeah. All right, Daddy, you sh- you should go peek your head in there and check on him. Make sure he's breathing. Because yeah. I never did that with my kids ever. No. Yeah. Oh, he's so poofy. It's great. <laughs> anyway. All right. Um, Chance, thank you for being my here. My pleasure. Alex, thank you for talking. <laughs> that was the bird, maybe. That that's how he sounds. Thank you, everyone, for listening. We will see you in a week. Bye-bye.